0: Mr. Stephen Allens, somenews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast number 32. I've been well, it's been going alright. I had a bit of a scare the other day though. Well, I was sat in a coffee shop and this toddler waddles up to my table. Well, that's bad enough. I don't think kids should be allowed to run around in coffee shops... Everyone has a scalding hot drink on their table. They don't let me take a flask of boiling coffee into a crash. So, you know, health and safety, health and safety. But anyway, this toddler comes up to my table. He looks at me and he says, Dada? No, the mum didn't say anything. I mean, you need to remember this was Stevenage. So she kind of looks at me like, Hmm, do I, do I remember him? Well, I panicked and I said to the kid, I'm, I'm not your dad. No, that's not the end of it. We're going on The Jeremy Kyle Show next week. Still, it's only TV work I'm likely to get, so bring it on. Anyway, in this edition, the Eurozone's greasy exit, the right to fire at will, and a woman had sex in a taxi. Simple as that. Uh, Right, let's crack on. Mr Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast, the main news. Here's a headline from the Evening Standard. Cameron, it's time to stop the fudge over Greece. He's making me hungry. Mmm, fudge. Heck, I'm a northerner. Mmm, Greece. It's the newspaper's fault, it comes out at tea time. Uh, this was about David Cameron, who said that the Greeks have to vote for a government who will do strict austerity, like the Germans want. I googled strict Germans, but I didn't learn a lot about the Eurozone.
1: Oh yeah, cut my public spending.
0: Cameron says that if they don't vote for austerity, it is a vote to leave the Eurozone. I assume that only means like using a different currency. Because the way they've been talking about it, it sounds like they're going to use plate tectonics to actually move Greece away. And that is a worry. If the islands of Greece are pushed away from mainland Europe, it would cause panic and contagion. And the next thing you know, we're putting an outboard motor on the Isle of Wight and waving it goodbye. But it's hard for Greece to stomach all this austerity, especially now that that France has Francois Hollande as president. He's promised to challenge Germany's Angela Merkel about the austerity policies. Ooh, French resistance to German authority. That rings a bell. René, listen very carefully. I will say this only once. We need to pay off the national debt, so we want to sell the painting of the fallen Madonna with the big boobies. Ah, but I don't have it. All I have is the big Madonna with the fallen boobies. Is that a painting? No, it is the cover of her greatest hits. Poor old Greece, their economy is faltering, their debt is unmanageable, and we go and nick their Olympic torch. Well, with the price of fuel, they weren't going to light it much. But, yep, we've got their Olympic torch, we've got their marbles. We're not helping the situation, really. We're treating it like a closing down sale. This weekend, it's the big Greek sale. Everything must go. Like this, year's supply of hummus. And this, six-month supply of taramasalata. Yes, it's our double-dip special. The Olympic torch is now making its way across the UK. It started its journey down in Cornwall, where it made local news. On 95.2, 96 and 103.9 FM.
1: Loving where we live.
0: BBC Radio Cornwall. Reported sightings of witchcraft on the coast turned out to be fire. The fire came from Greece, the country that gave us Aden and spilling water out of the bath. And it's said to be the latest breakthrough. To find out more, we can join our reporter live at the scene. Oh, it be beautiful. And oh, bloody hot though. And while we're talking about the Olympics, I am not going to be negative anymore. I've decided that this podcast is now an Olympic supporter. And the Paralympics, too. It's good that this year, the Paralympics is getting higher profile than ever before. It makes you wonder, though, if segregation is really the way forward. Surely we should aim to have Paralympians competing in the main Olympics. Or at least we should see athletes with disabilities making it to the top of sports where it shouldn't make a difference. Like horse racing, darts, Formula One. Well, actually, not, not Formula One. They'd always get pole position because those blue parking badges. Anyway, back to Greece. It could well happen that Greece have to leave the euro. A lot of radio and TV shows have mocked up fake news stories showing what could probably happen when they leave. The depreciation, the inflation, the runs on the bank. People could be queuing in banks for hours, just like lunchtime in banks over here. Faking news reports is exactly the kind of thing we normally do, but it's already been done. So we've decided to go one further. We've mocked up what would happen... If Greece were forced to leave the Euro, and America made a film about it. Opening scene, interior. A dark basement room. An army man with many medals stares at several monitors. There's a knock on the door.
1: Come in. General Papadopoulos, how bad is it? It's bad. This debt, I've never seen it so big. At this rate, within weeks we'll have no plates left to break. But without plates to break, we can't have meals. The Greek people will starve. I know, this is bad. Germany is screwing us against the wall. We need to get out of the Euro. We need to do it fast, before the markets find out. We need to control the bank, stop the flow of money out of the country. What are our options? There's only one option. We need to bring in the professor.
0: We cut to a lecture room. A rugged man with stubble is addressing the class.
1: For next week, I want you to read up on Michael Porter. Competitiveness of Nations. It's, it's a good book. You'll learn a lot.
0: <clears throat> a word, Professor?
1: Carry on, class. I'll just be a minute. Let me guess. You're from the government. Yes, I am. We need your help. <laughs> I'm a university lecturer in economics now. I, I don't do the kind of help you're after. Not anymore. But this is serious. It's always serious. Why'd you think I got out? You're the
0: only man for the job. Only man. I guess I am, after what happened to Johnson. I read the report on that. (laughs) You read the report? Did you read how it was all my fault? That's not what it said. Those loans were triple-A
1: rated. But I should have guessed. I should have known. Should have got him out of there. I can't help you. Have a good day.
0: We're leaving the Euro, Professor.
1: Keep your voice down. We're, We're leaving the Euro. As soon as possible. Okay, I'll do this, but on one condition
0: I do this alone. We cut to a woman wearing black leather, sat stroking a cat with a German flag on the wall behind her. An ugly looking man walks in carrying a piece of paper.
1: Frau Merkel, we have some interesting intel.
0: So, the Greeks think they can leave with the Eurozone. (laughs) Well, We'll see about that. That's it so far. I mean, okay, it's not factually correct. It has lazy stereotypes and English people playing the Germans. So, yeah, it would make a great American film. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. There are plans to give companies the right to sack people without any good reason, instead of spending time thinking up some cock and bull reason like they do now. Uh, It's the Beecroft Report by Adrian Beecroft, a multimillionaire businessman, who was brought in to, as they said in the papers, think the unthinkable. And that's tricky, because as soon as you've thought it, you've proved it's thinkable, and you have to try and think of something else that's unthinkable. He must have been there all day. Poor bloke. Uh, the report has caused a split in the coalition. In general, the Tories are in favour of it, and the Lib Dems aren't. Hmm. I wonder why Nick Clegg isn't in favour of getting rid of people who are useless. That's a tricky one. There's no denying that our economy is in a bad way, though. We're in a double-dip recession, our unemployment is high, and the report is saying getting rid of employment laws would help. Being able to make more people unemployed would help cut unemployment. Really? <laughs> Just like giving away free cake will help obesity. Uh, The changes would mean that your employer could just get rid of you if they think it's not working out. It would make having a job more like being in a relationship. You think it's all going fine, and then one day... Come in, sit down. Now, Jenkins, you've been with the company for a few years now. Yes, sir.
1: Well, look. We've been thinking. We don't really see this as working out.
0: I'm not sure what you mean, sir.
1: We don't think we have a future together.
0: But, sir... It's
1: been good, but uh, we're looking to take things in a new direction. We want to settle things down, start a family. A what? A family business. You know, invest in a startup. And we know this is not something you're interested in.
0: But I can change, sir.
1: No, Jenkins. It's, it's not you. It's us. To be honest, we've been thinking about seeing new employees for a while now.
0: Oh. I see, sir.
1: Yes. So... I think we should
0: call it a day. But but what about all those performance reviews? I faked every (laughs) one. But still, at least when you bump into your old boss a few months later...
1: Oh, Jenkins. How have you been? Oh, sir. Hello.
0: I've been pretty good, yes.
1: Well, you certainly look well. You've lost weight. My new employer has a gym. So you're with another company now? Yes, we're doing rather well. I see. Well, congratulations. We're we're happy for you. Thank you. I have to go. Big meeting. Oh, of course. Well, good good to see you. Yes. Bye, sir. Bye. Oh, and and Jenkins? Yes, sir? (laughs) Nothing.
0: Emotional stuff. As you may have worked out, I don't think this is a good idea. No one is going to go out and spend money if they think they can get sacked any day for no reason. So it's not going to help the economy grow. Also, if it's allowed for people to just get fired for no good reason, it would ruin my TV viewing. You did everything right on this task. You sold the most, you made the most money, and you won. But I don't like employing northerners
1: and women, so you're fired.
0: The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. A British woman is facing jail because she had sex in a taxi in Dubai. That's ridiculous. You're not allowed to have sex in a taxi out there. Then how do you pay when you don't have enough cash? They have not thought this through. Uh, Rebecca Blake and Connor McRedmond were arrested and held for five days, accused of having sex outside marriage and being drunk in a public place, which are both criminal offences in that country. It's against their strict laws to have sex outside of marriage, and she could be sent down for it. Irony! They met at an all-you-can-drink event, hailed the cab uh, after the event, but angered the taxi driver by kissing in the back seat. He then got out to report this to the police. When they got back, apparently, uh, Miss Blake was having sex in the back seat of the cab. You see, this, this is the difference between our cultures. Over there, taxi drivers don't let you have sex in their taxi. Over here, taxi drivers don't let you eat a kebab in their taxi. And depending on the woman, that can be quite similar. Sex in a taxi, I mean... I said to her, I said, was it on the meter? She says, meter? I should be so lucky. It was barely six inches. That clearly didn't happen. Um, she, she has now been sacked by her embarrassed bosses over this. See, who needs the Beecroft report? They can just get rid of you. To be fair, Rebecca has said that these allegations are totally false. She said she was in the taxi on her own. So that's either true or the bloke is not very good at sex. She didn't even notice he was joining in. But having sex in the back of a taxi, I guess it's an odd place. But where's, where's the oddest place that you've had sex? I asked the question on Twitter. Here are some of the answers. Inical1980 said, On the Mars River in a canoe. That was interesting. <laughs> Good luck for not falling in. Uh, Stuart underscore Barrow said, um, Probably the Houses of Commons. You've had sex in the Houses of I mean, I've been screwed by politicians, but in a different way. Uh, he also says, Or the Royal Artillery Barracks or the Bonn Fire Station. You can't really tell this. That's the fire station in Bonn. They've not made in Germany. Right? They've not made Bonn fire stations, which would be brill. Uh, Tashboo Bible says, Under the school stage whilst Assembly Stroke Orchestra was in full swing. I'm not called Natasha, naughty but nice for nothing. Then she sent a follow-up tweet. I feel I must add that he was my boyfriend I've been going out with for years and we were both above legal age, not just random. Good to hear. Milesy70 said, The oddest place, Blackburn, I've never tried it myself. Sounds weird. Magic Mike 29 said, ex girlfriend's front door outside, not in. <gasps> Naughty. Uh, the moment just took us. Wouldn't have noticed if anyone walked by. Good job the postman didn't turn up. Imagine where we would have shoved the letter. Uh, Nick21860 said, Where's the weirdest place I've had sex? Norfolk. Rob Whitey84. In a changing room at a public swimming pool. The smell of chlorine now makes me smile. Uh oh, dirty. Lossy84 says, on a cable and wireless box outside of Crawley, Marks and Spencers. As romantic as it sounds. I used to live in Crawley. To go through your Twitter pictures, I may well recognise you. Uh, Just SJP said, in a maze and in a cinema. Cinema kind of makes sense, but you had sex in a maze. Did he find the right exit? Don't answer that one. Uh, It's only Joe Edlin said, on a hill overlooking five-a-side football fields with people playing on them. And Ben underscore Cameron said, right, this is the place where the oddest place he's had sex. England's largest second-hand bookshop. Well done, sir. The fact that you can still manage to have sex while J.R. Hartley pops up in the background trying to find his book. The some podcast. Your letters. Just time for one of your letters. This one reads, Dear Steve, The weather has been so hot. Do you struggle to sleep at night? No, I'll tell you what, I've got a trick. What I do is, when it's hot, when it's a bit close and you can't sleep at night, I sleep on top of the covers naked with a fan on me. So if you are a fan of the podcast... Uh, the email address comes up at the end. The sumnews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. Check out sumnews.co.uk. Get the e newsletter, the Android app, and you can read it on your Kindle. Uh, emails to podcast at somenews.co.uk and follow on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen. And you can subscribe via iTunes. I think that's everything. Come to one of the live shows, maybe. It's a big list now. Uh, until next time, bye the some news podcast get more at some